I just really feel like I have something for you guys tonight um, that's funny. I always have something for you guys, but I'm just, I really feel like the Lord is um, going to do some outstanding things. Just got a few scriptures and a lot of, yeah, a lot of things going on, so. journals and Bibles and iPads, so that's scary right there. I just want to talk to you about God's voice and the sound of God's voice and, and realize that this is the key thing for your life, right? It's good you're born again, amen, but you want to hear his voice, amen? And so I felt like the Lord was uh, challenging me this week uh, to just dig into a couple things, and and the Holy Spirit, man, oh. I, when I meant to pray for your friend, you better, you better pray for your, your friend again, because really, I feel like what God wants to open up for us tonight is a whole nother realm, a whole nother dimension of how God wants to speak to you and reveal himself to you. So how many know we need God's voice? We need his voice. It's like, you know, we did these classes back in the day. It was Hearing God 101, and, and it was through a, a many different ways that God speaks. But I want you to, I feel like the Lord gave me a, a key, and I'm just going to pray that I have the ability to uh, bring language to it. Because sometimes I get stuff, and, and the Lord wants to bring language to it, and I'm, I'll, it'll take me three weeks to even get more out of this. So... Just go to John chapter 10, very familiar verse, John chapter 10, not 10, John 10, verse 27. And I want us to really come in, into alignment with, with how God speaks because right now the Lord wants to use you and speak to you and use you to touch everyone out there. And so I, I am so thankful for the gifts of, of the fivefold gifting in the body of Christ, their graces. But everyone in this room is called to hear his voice and step out and do. And I'm not gonna I'm gonna try not to speak about being obedient because that's a that's a biggie on the end of this. Because if you hear God's voice, God wants you to step and do the things that he calls us to do. So his voice is of uttermost important in the, uh, importance in this hour. And he wants to speak to you very clearly. And I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to try and wa you know, wash out the fuzz. Because we feel like, well, I hear him. No, I don't hear him. I hear him sometimes. I think I know what he says. I, no, you, you have to realize that you are positioned. And, and just by being born again, being born from above, you've been given the, this, I, I don't even want to use the word access because that's overused, but you've been given within yourself because of Jesus Christ living in you the hope of glory, a place where God speaks 
And not only, it's not only in the inner man, but he's all around you. And what we don't detect, what we don't discern, what we don't understand is what's happening all around us and even within us. Really, when I say within you, by the end of this, people, it's, someone's going to get something. Okay? So John 10, verse 27, my sheep hear my voice, and I know them, and they follow me, and I give them eternal life. Hallelujah. And they shall never perish. Neither shall, they, shall anyone snatch them out of my hand. My Father has given them to me. This is super important. My Father has given them to me. Who, who has given them to me is greater than all, and no one is able to snatch them out of my Father's hand. And then he says, I and the Father are one. These are the words of Jesus. And I just want to look at a few things because... God is speaking, and when he's speaking, we don't discern because we think of an audible way that people talk to us. All right, you're going to get this today. I promise you. The Lord speaks through many different ways, but I am going to talk about the propensity of what he does. It's through vibrations and sounds. And I'm not going to speak some weird, like, this is the latest thing off the press. No, I, I believe that Scripture clearly gives to us an unlocking to show us how he speaks. And when he speaks to us, he's, he's constantly pro promoting change in our lives. Because of even the very vibration of what he speaks to you. That's how transformation happens, is when we hear the voice of the Lord, when he speaks to us, and I just want to touch on a few of these things. It says, my sheep hear my voice. And that voice, the, the word voice is, this, is the Greek word that we would, it actually says phone or phone. It actually is the audible, uh, it, it's that sound that we, you know, you put this thing to your ear. All right. And so I just want us, but it, it doesn't, it actually means any type of, of the breaking of sound waves. And so we're looking all the time for an audible voice. All the time for an audible voice. Can I tell you that is probably the least likely way he speaks? I, I just, in my 30 years following Jesus, I've heard the audible voice a few times, but that is not the main way that he speaks. It's usually inside here or he hits me with thoughts. And I'll tell you why, because there is, a, there is a symphony of angels all around you that are declaring things over you, and there are vibrations, and there, is, there are things happening in the atmosphere that we are not detecting because we're looking for something else. Okay, and I'm not going to, really, this isn't going to be some strange teaching, but God wants us to know him, right? That same word in Greek, it's, it's the same thing. It says to know, to recognize, to be aware, and I feel like most of us are not aware when we're in the midst of a, of a rough time and we want to hear the Holy Spirit. We're not aware because we, the, our awareness, our spiritual awareness. Now, we talked about this even, even this morning a little bit as, as we were getting going, right? When, I, when we come before the Lord, you just have this awareness. God wants you to have this awareness that He's there, that He's just always there. That he never leaves. It, the Bible is true when it says that he never leaves us or forsakes us. He doesn't. He never leaves us, nor does he forsake us, not one minute, ever. Yeah. 
Look at me. Someone over here doesn't believe that. I, I'm telling you, there's, there's some place that, that we think that God has forsaken us and he's not listening to what we're saying. When he is always releasing into the atmosphere, even into the core of your being, what he is doing. Oh, I'm telling you, because of our sin, because of our sin, I won't say, because of the, the fall, we have disregarded and become numb to the, to, the, to the very vibration of God. So even when we come in this place, right, if I come to the Lord with like this lackadaisical, and I'm not saying about, I'm not talking about striving. I'm talking about being awake and alert and knowing that the Lord is about to show up and speak to me. No, 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 not even knowing that he's about to show up and speak to me. Realizing that he is already here and he's already verbalizing. He's already releasing vibrations. He's already speaking to my spirit, man. But I think it has to come in language. And it does come by language, but it's language of the spirit that we don't understand. And so somewhere in there, we have to get a, a, an understanding that the Lord is speaking. He's all around me. As a matter of fact, there is so much heaven, and, and I can't even get just without on the outside of you happening. And we'll get into the inside towards the end. But I am telling you, there is a place where the Holy Spirit is speaking. And, I, and if, I'm not speak, if I'm speaking to you in riddles right now, how many are all right? Are you with me? Okay. Because I'm not speaking riddles. I, listen, those who have an ear, let them hear. And I'm not ready. I'm going past like words of knowledge and discerning of spirits. Like those things are, are all inclusive because Paul instructed us and he, and he wants us to, to move in the gifts, but an even greater access he wants to give to us. And that comes from this place. My sheep hear my voice and I know them. And they follow me. Those three things, I know them. There has to be this interaction that you acquire and that you've learned from the Holy Spirit. And you are. Come on. And sometimes we have interference. Whoa. In Jesus' name. Whoa, there's some vibrations. And we are familiar with the Lord. Right? But we're going to learn greater things through personal experience with the Holy Spirit. I've been talking about the anointing for the last few weeks, and I, I truly feel like God, ready? Bible says that false Christs are coming into the earth, right? That, that there's false Christs at the end of the age. Now, it really, what that mean? what does that mean? That means that people that are anointed, but not in the true anointing. Oh, it's not even, it, it, it's what's happening in the last days, what's happening right now is my sheep know my voice. And, and to another, we don't listen to. And to the one that's got the, the true anointing, we're knowing that voice because we have such discernment on our lives. You know, I was talking about this last night. One of the, one of the main things when, when I was in Bible school uh, one of the pastors, he used to say, listen, forget about all the rest of the gifts. The body of Christ needs to learn to discern. And because we don't understand anything about discernment or, un, or, or re recognizing false and true, you know, I, if, if we're hosting someone, I want a pure heart. 
if we're hosting people, I want pure hearts here behind this place, right? Because why? Because God has given, given us influence, and we're influencing you, and we're influ influencing others. And so we want that voice to be pure. And so the Holy Spirit wants us to be in a place where we can detect. Yes, pray for your leaders, right? Pray for, for everyone around it. The Bible says pray for your leaders. And so we want to hear the voice of God well. But in just the same way, pray for everyone around us. Because we need the body of Christ to be in a place where we're hearing the voice of the Lord in such a way and we know the Lord. You don't come to church every week and come to prayer on Tuesday or whatever else we do during the week and listen to all the things that we listen to so that we can be in the somewhat outside the proximity of God. And God is wanting us to be in such a close proximity to Him. Hmm that the Lord is wanting to open those things up for us so that we know who He is. We recognize, we learn, we're familiar with, and we understand the Lord. <laughs> How are you doing over here? The understanding is super, super important, that we understand what the Lord's doing and what He's speaking. So if we just go, I'll just bring us back to the fall, right? Here we go. Genesis uh, chapter 3 and verse 8 says this. It says, and they heard, right? You know what happened. Don't eat from the tree. The serpent comes, serves some fruit. It wasn't an apple. Read it. It's not an apple. It's fruit. It's some type of fruit. Something to cause your eyes to want it something that would cause your flesh to really desire it, something that would tempt you. And so this is what happens. And then what happens? All of a sudden, their eyes are opened, but to a wrong realm, right? To a, a contrary realm, not to the kingdom. Now they're in the natural and in the carnal, and they lose, they lose memory of who they are. <laughs> Look at your neighbor and say, not you. No, not you. You're making a right. We're proclaiming the right things over one another. It's not you. You're, 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 you have a perspective on heaven and heavenly things. And because you've been washed with the blood of Christ, now you see the Lord for who he is in this hour. So it says here, it says in, in Genesis 3 and verse 8, it says, And they heard the sound of the Lord walking in the garden in the cool of the day. And Adam and his wife hid themselves from the presence of the Lord God among the trees in the garden. I'm not touching that for now because I just, that was a boom at the end of my, while I was looking at it, I'm like, no, we won't go there. But I want you to just see that same. They heard the sound of the Lord. It's the same word of any type of noise which breaks sound waves. And enters into the perception of the hearing. And so it's a sound that can act or a signal that, oppo that as opposed to a voice giving verbal communication. That's what it means in the Hebrew. It's ruah. It's the wind, right? It's, the, it's that next, well, it's the next thing actually, sorry. It's the cool of the day where he says ruah. It's the spirit. It's divine, the, the, the divine power of God that comes. It's a rapid movement of the wind. And so the Holy Spirit, here's what I'm saying to you. That 
they lived, that Adam lived, that Adam and Eve lived in this perpetual, perpetual. They lived and they knew, they discerned the spirit of God all around us. So they knew he was coming, whatever that means. Because the Lord is spirit. And where the spirit of the Lord is, there is what? Liberty. So they were now locked up in bondage and they were hiding. And they hid, they hid themselves. That means they were concealing themselves from the very presence of God. And it was more than just leaves. Okay? They were hiding out in the trees that they were told that they could eat of and partake of. Except there was one in there that they were told they couldn't. And somewhere in the mix was a tree of knowledge and good and evil. Okay, so I want us to just have this understanding today that God is really already speaking to everyone in this room. Like, I, no, I, when I mean he's speaking, you have no idea. Like, the Spirit of God in such a way is, is vibrating even within you right now. No, we don't, we don't even pick it up. We don't understand it. You don't have to go sit on your knees and go wait someplace. He's here. So what the thing is, what I want you to do is slap your flesh. No, seriously. Slap the flesh. Wake up. Come out of the stupor and stop forgetting who you are. Because the gist of this message is remembering what God created you for. Remembering that he's in complete communion with you. Remembering that you've been given everything. You've been given his divine nature. And Jesus did not miss one dimension of what God was saying. You know, when I had a radical encounter with the Lord, I just started to think of this. To Well, this week again, that he... An angel of the Lord showed up and showed me a cell phone type device. He showed me a device. And it was swirling with color. And, it's, and he basically said, this is all the knowledge in the earth right now. Not much, right? I mean, but you think of it, even in our age, there's tons of information on here. Like, I'm not even thinking that way. I'm not even thinking in, like, even natural dimension. I'm looking at this thing filled with light, and he's like, this is all of the knowledge in humanity right now. And then he pulls up. He just uncloaks himself, and there was all living. He was filled with living light. And he said, I've been sent from, from the Lord, I'm the, you know, and, and he said, do you want to get plugged into this? And, and so the, the, there's an option always. <laughs> Do you hear me? God gives us a, a, a time of decision all the time where he wants, to, wants us to plug in. Like I'm telling you, this thing was, you know, someone said that, uh, you know, angels are nine feet or I don't know. Who knows how, how big angels are? This thing was massive, and he was filled with living light. And so, of course, I'm apprehensive to plug in. You know, I know you all think you're real courageous, and then when heaven shows up, it's like, no. You know, and, and I truly believe that the Lord, and I say this because here, this, this thing, you, there is a provider. No, really? No, Verizon's the best. But I'm just saying, I'm just saying, like, it... it Come on, some of these, you, anyway. 
I won't say. I won't start saying names. I won't start listing. But the reality is I can go most every, anywhere or, or if I have AT&T. Come on, somebody. But, but, no, no, you got, but you understand what I'm saying right now. Here's, here's what it is. There's a provider that provides a, a wave. It's all around you most of the time unless I'm in Gloucester up in the rocks. And then I get nothing. That's where God isn't. So, no, I'm teasing, I'm teasing. We bless Gloucester, we bless Rockport. I'm only kidding. But you understand, so there is a provider that brings information to this phone. And so as you, you are a filled with living light, we'll just say that. As you're filled with living light, God wants to bring his provision to you. I'm not talking about money. I'm not talking about resources. I'm talking about all that he provides in heavenly places all, all around you. But even know this, because these things have some type of crystal, right, that, that activates this whole thing. And there's something within it that is a receptor for all, these, all the information that comes to you. All the internet through that thing. Crazy. We would never would have thought of that before, right? Like beyond us. When I was driving around, you know, 18 years old, give me a break, you know. Here's the deal. You know, the cell phones were like this big, you know. Yeah, exactly. It's like crazy. I'm saying that to say this, that the heaven is all around you speaking and releasing things. Not only that, it's within you. See, that's, that's the scary part right there. Because you have the receptor. You have the one, the one holy God inside of you. And so there is, as I was thinking about this, and I was talking with Collins about this even last night, there are tones, there are things that, that like, upset you. Like, sometimes we walk into conditions and we feel something's wrong. And so that's discernment. So, but the key is here... God's saying, listen, come back into the fullness of light and understand what I'm about to do. Because if I look at, oh boy, I'll go there at the end. But let's just, let's just, go, let's just go somewhere. Let's just go to 1 Samuel chapter 3. And, and we'll just hit a couple of things. Because remember this story about Samuel. It, there's just... And it's speaking of the prophetic, but I, I truly believe this, that the boy, it says this, chapter 3, I'm going to just skim through a couple of verses, but it says, the boy Samuel was, was ministering to the Lord before Eli, and the word of the Lord was rare in those days. There was no widespread revelation, and it came to pass, ready? Eli's lying down. Rest, okay? And then it says when his eyes, uh, Eli was lying down, in his place, and when his eyes had begun to grow dim, that he could not see, and before the lamp of God went out in the tabernacle of the Lord, where the ark was, and while Samuel was lying down, the Lord called Samuel. Here's the deal. Eli's eyes began to grow dim. And I'll just say this. As someone's eyes are growing dim, someone else's eyes should be able to discern what's going on. And this is no knock because we give Eli a big, you know, he, 
we give Eli a, a hard time and we judge Eli because of he didn't raise his sons right. Rightfully so, but that's between him and the Lord. And he even says it at the end of the, of the, of the chapter. It says that, that that is what downloaded to Samuel was the information about Eli's life. Come on, you got your protege, you got, you got your son in the Lord, and God's giving him all the things that you're being judged for and releasing it to him. And the Bible says that Samuel was afraid to release what God spoke. Here's what I want you to also see, though, is that Eli, uh, Samuel was spoken to three times, even four. Even four times. So here's, here's the beauty of God, right? No matter how much, and I'll say a few things on this, because sometimes he will bring things to you over and over and over again to get your attention. And then we finally wake up and say, God, I, maybe you're speaking. Remember Joshua with the walnuts, right? Joshua Mills with the walnuts. You know, it was just like, that happens to me so often like God will continue to speak and then things will show up and then things will show up and he'll remind me and then I'll be like, Ugh, I need to stop being dull. Really, because the Lord is trying to get us to hear him the first time. But he's the same God at the end on the fourth time that is so loving and so generous. And he's still going to release the message to us on the fourth time. And he doesn't care. He is looking for us to stay. It says that he was laying down every time that the Lord spoke. Doesn't that should take all the pressure off? All he did, it says the Bible speaks of Samuel that he ministered before the Lord. This, is, this was important. This is super important for all of us because if we minister to him, things begin to open up in our own lives, in our own spirit. And we, he can be speaking and we don't even discern it's him. We think he's speaking to someone else. Oh, stop for a minute on that. Because we're getting all kinds of revelation. And maybe God's speaking to you. Maybe he's not speaking to Eli. Maybe he's not speaking to your neighbor. Maybe he's not speaking to the person across the aisle from you. Maybe he's speaking to you. Because at the end of the day, he ended up speaking a word of truth to Samuel that, was, that would just absolutely shift everything. Because as he released that word, Eli said, yes, that's true. Eli wasn't hiding his stuff, wasn't hiding his junk, wasn't trying to cover things up. He was just saying, yes, it's true. Let the Lord, let it be under me according to the word. Like, let it, let, whatever's spoken from the Lord, it's, it's, it's going to happen. He believed it because he knew the voice of the Lord himself. And so God is trying to get us in this place where we just are completely convinced that when he speaks to us, we're hearing him. And again, I feel like God was speaking. It says that there was no wide revelation. And I'm telling you now, this is Old Testament stuff right here. As a matter of fact, if we go to Ezekiel chapter 1, you can go there. You should actually read the whole chapter some other time because I can't even go through it all because it's like so intense. It's so ridiculously intense. Here's the deal. He wants me to be on his network. 
I can receive information on this phone and I just look at it and it comes to me. I can receive text. Those are words in print, right? I can receive all kinds of things through this. This device, and God is saying, listen, I have wired you so that your Holy Spirit, so that the Spirit of God inside of you will detect and will pick up the things that are going on around you and even within you. If, if I look, I begin to look at Ezekiel chapter 1, I really don't, I can't go there. I can't. Because you have this whole depiction of the, the, the storm coming out of heaven. And all of Ezekiel 1 is the same as, as Isaiah chapter 6. It's the same as Revelation chapter 4. There's four living creatures. There's seraphim moving around and blowing stuff up. Like blowing stuff up. Now I want you to just hear me right now because the, the greatest gift that you have is when you became born again. You have the kingdom of God inside of you. You have the kingdom of God inside of you. What does that look like? Go to Revelation chapter 4. Go to Ezekiel chapter 1. Go to, go to where Isaiah is spoken to with an audible voice. But the Bible says that the seraphim were moving in such a way, and the voice of the Lord that was coming from the seraphim was shaking the doorway to the temple. All right. I don't think you get I don't think you're with me. I don't think you're with me. What's happening, ready? Jesus said this. He said the kingdom of God is within you. If I look at Ezekiel chapter 1 and I say this is the kingdom of God coming to me, what kind of response do you think you should have? I'm telling you, you can go into an encounter right now just reading Ezekiel chapter 1. Okay, I'll go there. You're going to make me do it. Make me do it. So you can even be, and, I, and I've, I've spoken this way. What to say about that? It just happens. It seems to only happen when my hand's down there. So I'll keep it up here. But it says this. It says, I was among the captives by the river Shabar. That He's sitting there. He's by the river. He's in captivity. Everyone say captivity. captivity. This is powerful. Because you can be in captivity <laughs> and God show up. You can be in a place where you have no clue what God's about to do, how he's going to release you. You have no way of knowing how you're going to get out of the jam that you're in and all the conditions that are going on around you. But it says this, that all of a sudden that he's sitting there and the heavens were opened and I saw visions of God. It was... Within Ezekiel, all of a sudden he went and got blown into a trance. And it says that the word of the Lord came to him expressly to Ezekiel, the priest, right? And it says the hand, the hand of the Lord was upon him there. And the Bible talks about the hand of the Lord literally taking Ezekiel from one place to another place to another, like lifting him up. 
How many want to get grabbed by the hair? Some of you say, I wish I had the hair to get grabbed by. You, but he wants to, he, he'll do that, just pull you and move you into different places. And, and the reality is, I'm telling you, it says then, verse 4 says, I looked and behold, a whirlwind was coming out of the north. A great cloud with raging fire engulfing inside of it. Uh, and it says, and the brightness was all around it, radiating out of its, out of its midst. So can I just say this to you? That that very cloud, that very whirlwind, that very thing that Ezekiel saw coming down and, and coming in, and, and showing up in a vision, could we say that that could be the kingdom of God arriving? And the Bible said, Jesus said, the kingdom of heaven is within you. So what I'm saying to you tonight is this. It's going to be real short, I promise you. And God's going to blow some stuff up. Because I feel like there is, if, um, if the Holy Spirit is speaking to you, he's inside of you. He's speaking to you. He's inside of you. If you haven't been filled with the Holy Spirit, you shouldn't leave without him. All right? If you haven't been filled and baptized with the Holy Spirit, you, you shouldn't leave without him. But I'm saying to you tonight that all these things, that the Bible says that there was such an atmosphere that he was going, he was seeing. Everyone say see. But here's the deal. It's in a reality. It's in a reality that we live from. Even now, that the Spirit of God is moving all around this place and even within. So what, oh, Lord, help me. What's happening now, right now, is heaven is moving in this room. There's angels can we believe for seraphim? Can we believe for those creatures that have eyes within and without? Oh no, this is, this is trouble for y'all. Because there has, to be, there has to be an understanding that when God comes and he shows up, he is moving on that same way inside of you. So what am I saying? I discern the voice of God. I'm trying to discern him with my ear, my natural ear. My mind, my natural thinking. But the Lord is saying, no, I'm coming in a new way. I'm coming in a fresh way. I'm coming in the way that I told you. It's biblical. It's not even a new way. It's by his spirit inside of you. And there's a movement with inside of you that's happening right now. It actually breaks open the atmosphere all around you. You just don't discern it. <laughs> well, this is a hard one to get out tonight. What I don't understand, and I'm just going to talk about the eyes, because God wants to release eyes and ears for you. Eyes and ears, but more so eyes, because you can see things and you can hear things. And when I say that, because we, we try to hear by the natural, and God is trying to get us totally. That, why do you think he gives us crazy prophets like this? Why do you think that in the last days when there's the revelation of Jesus Christ and it's through John the apostle, the one, the beloved one, the one that loved him so much, it is by this way, by this, because he comes into a place and God draws him into the room and it is the throne room of God. And so that is the kingdom of heaven, literally. Are you with me? I don't think you are. I'm telling you it is the kingdom of heaven literally in you where the seraphim with multiple, I don't even know how many eyes. 
How many eyes? I don't know. And you're going, wow, this is really mystical. Yes, it is. And we can't understand it with the natural mind. And what I'm saying to you is you have all of heaven. Heaven is access to you. You don't have access to heaven. Heaven has access to you. And we're missing things in the church, and we're, not, we're trying to just, we're trying to put everything in a capsule so that we can understand it. And I'm, I'm going to speak things right now that I don't fully understand, but I know he's trying to get it inside of us. Because there's a desire, and there's vibrations, and there's sounds that cause us to know and to understand that the kingdom realm is all around us. Go ahead, give me, I, I need you now. I need you now, because I can't do this without tone, some type of tone. So, yeah, I, I, I just can't. I, I, don't, I don't think we need that. I just want some tones from him. I want a really irritating, high-pitched piano key that's going to irritate everyone in the room. No, do it. Do it. It's going to irritate you. Do something with us. Help me. Keep hitting it. Keep hitting it. Don't you like that? Come on. Come on. When he doesn't know what he's doing, when he's acting like he doesn't know what he's doing, when I know what he's doing, go ahead. It's almost agitating, isn't it? It's good for you. It's good for you. I'm, I'm getting at something. Go low. Go low in something nice. Yeah, just go, go, actually don't go nice, go like angry over there. My point, just, just stay with me. My point is this, both ends causes a reaction. It's, it's sound. And, and within you, you're like, mm, tell them to stop, please, right? Right? So stop for a second. Because <laughs> I'm going to. No. But I want you to understand because the Lord was starting to just like go into me about this because there is, there is, there is beautiful things that can come through that to the trained hands. Right? But there's also emotions because I thought of Tori was like they played some like wonky music for the, one of the times that they were doing some uh some flagging or something in, in with the preschoolers and they were like we're scared like they were afraid because the tone there's things that happen in the atmosphere through a sound i know i'm abstract with you today but i want you to really realize this because there, there's a place where god wants us to to step in so that we grab hold of not necessarily the, the tone, but the sound of God's voice. And God is never trying to irritate you like that. No, there's a sound and there's a frequency that comes from heaven, comes from the angelic moving around you. When we're here together and we're worshiping, I believe that God wants to release heaven's sound in here, right? So this becomes a difficulty when, we're, when we come in and we're like totally like, uh, like today. And we're not always like this. But sometimes we walk in and people, you know, people are taking, the, you know, they brought in a duffel bag of stuff. That's all. Right? You're not there. Or, or, we're, or we're feeling like tired 
or whatever, like Lisa said, right? So there's, and again, this is, no, this is not punching anyone. I, I, I'm not here to, to reprimand anyone. I'm just saying when we come into a place with the Lord, God wants to really flow, and he wants the flow of God, and he wants to, and, and see, it took them, it took them today a bit to navigate. This is what happens at the house of prayer. There's navigation in the spirit. Look at me. It's okay. I'll try over here. It's okay. It is okay. It's okay when we don't know exactly what the Lord's going to do. But I'm telling you, God is trying to move us into a, a posture where we're really hearing what the Lord is saying. And what he's saying may come by sound, may come by senses, may come by vision, may come a million different ways that we don't understand or even comprehend. But we have to be willing to step into it. It's the voice of the Lord. It's the sound of God's voice over your life. And I can tell you this, when, when, when the Spirit of God begins to move in such a way that I can't, I can literally feel vibrations in my body. This is what I feel. I know maybe none of you are with me, but you'll be with me by the end of the night. There is vibrations. There is like, it almost feels like every molecule in my body is, is sensing what God is doing. And then I have, to put it, I have to put it through the filter of my mind. Because God speaks to our minds, but mostly what's happening is in the inner man. We have... Four living creatures are. Where the Lord is opening scrolls. I'll just say this. Inside of you. Oh, you're not with me. You're not with me. Are you with me? I'm telling you, God is trying to open things up inside of you so that you can comprehend and understand what he's doing. And those things are written out, and they may be written in all kinds of languages that you just don't understand. But he's trying to bring an utterance through you. And so God is trying to remove the fear and remove the familiar. He doesn't want the old song. As a matter of fact, he's trying to kill it. So the way you heard God in the past is great. And he'll continue to speak that way. But he's, he wants to teach you new language. Are you hearing me? All right, you're with me over here. Are you hearing me over here? Because I, I realize that sometimes we're, we're trying to, like, you... Obviously, I'm, on this one, I'm not a great orator. But th there's, there has to be something that we need to catch by the Spirit. Because within, within all of Revelation chapter 4 and 5 and throughout the rest of the book of, uh, of, of Revelation is the revealing of the Son of God. And God wants to reveal himself to you. And it's not going to come by literal words. It comes by accessing, actually his accessing to you and you accessing him. Because the outward is good, but the inward is better. Are you hearing me? And we, we have like no grid for what God wants to do in this new season. I'm sorry, you're good, you're good, you're good, you can jump. But there has to be a posture, a posture of our hearts that says, God, I'm I'm ready to jump into the unfamiliar. Because Samuel, we go back to Samuel. Samuel was like, I don't know what's happening. Are you talking to me? He got up three times. Are you talking to me? What are you saying? Obviously, he was hearing an audible vibration or noise. Right? Yeah, he was hearing the audible voice. The Bible says that none of his words 
None of his words ever fell to the ground. The Bible says that he was one, he was a prophet seer that the Lord used to, wide, to bring a revival of widespread revelation. And God wants to do that for every one of us. We have family members that are, that are locked up in, in situations, meaning some type of captivity. Some of them may be jail. But I'm just saying, there are, there are family members that we want to see free from prisons, right? There's, fit, there's people around you every day that God wants to speak to. And I'm telling you, God is calling us into a deep, deep place with him where we go and we go to the, to the place of Chabar. We go to that place where there's captivity. We, we can even be bound up and God can tell, still speak to you. Look at me. Really. I'm telling you, God, he's not looking for perfect vessels. He's just looking for willing vessels. And there has to be a liberty within yourself to give yourself a break to say, God, I don't know what you're saying right now, but I'm pressing in a little deeper because I know you want to jump into this situation. And so, look, I'm looking for the provider. I'm walking wherever it's going to, hello. I'm looking to go wherever he is so that I can receive what he has. And I'm telling you, he doesn't want you to be on another network. Because if all of a sudden I was on another network, I can't take, take calls. Right? Because this is my network. And the Lord is looking for us to step into a place where we are completely comfortable with the unknown. I believe God wants to use your voice for healing. I believe he wants to use your voice for deliverance. I believe he wants to use your voice. But you have to interpret what God's speaking. And it's usually right here. The kingdom of heaven is within you. See, when we're born from above and God comes and he releases his fire inside of us, something has to awaken and there has to be a desire. So the desire inside where God's pulling you into is this place of Ezekiel chapter 1. I'm it's just a wild place. It's one of the most wild chapters in the Bible. And here's the thing about the, and I keep going back to the four living creatures because I just have this un... I just feel like the Spirit of God, it says that they were, they actually, where, where does it say it? It's right here. It's this whole thing about the rims. They were moving around. It was like God's throne. It's God's throne. Now I was looking at the living creatures. Behold, I'm on verse 15. A wheel was on the earth. Beside each living creature with its four faces. The appearance of the wheels and, and their working was like uh, color, the color beryl. And all four had the same likeness. The appearance of their workings was, as it were, a wheel in the middle of the wheel. That's the wheel within the meal. What does that even mean? And so we'd have to ask the Lord, God, I need spiritual understanding to un understand spiritual things. You go like, well, that's some just crazy, uh, you know, encounter. Yes. My point exactly. Most of the Bible is a crazy encounter. And so we get hung up on, well, why do we have to dissect the wheel within the wheel? I don't know. But I feel like there's keys that God wants to give us.
because when this, those creatures with eyes all around would actually would get on those things and they would just move all around the earth. That means it's all around you. Should have waited a week. The Spirit of God really, really, there's something on this for you guys tonight. And I believe that God wants to open up eyes. I believe that. But more so, I feel like there, there's a, a an, an there's some place where he wants you to engage with the kingdom inside of you. Because it's not like I can come and give an impartation. I can. I can. We do it all the time, right? But I feel like there's something within everyone in this place. It's called the kingdom of heaven. It's called righteousness, peace, and joy run the generator. It's called I walk in a place where the life of God is moving inside of me. And, and really, how many want God's information for your life? Because there's destiny all over these things. And God is trying to pull us out of the natural into the supernatural so that we can bust up demons that are harassing our families. That are harassing regions. And we think, oh, well, it might not be important to know about, you know, Ezekiel and all the whirly birds, you know. I'll call them whirly birds. I don't know. But the reality is it's super important because he wants us to get a place where we come in alignment and allow him to come. What if you had a visitation in that way? What if God began to show? What if God wanted to show up? Some of us don't even have a grid for God showing up like this. <laughs> Some of you do. But I would say this. Most of us don't. If anything, we see stuff like that, we just freak out. And I say this, that God wants to show up in your life in such a way. That he wants to encounter you. And there's, a whole, there's this whole thing that I can't shake, and it's about the kingdom of God inside of you. He's already got access to you. And we want to give him free access. I want him to have free access inside of me. I don't want to be held up by even old thinking that will stump me from getting to the new place that God wants. There is a new thing that he wants to do. Behold the new thing I want to do. And there has to be a, 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 a mindset that I can't just sit in a, and just, I'm okay. This is good. I'll get filled with the Holy Ghost. That's good. That's good. You need the Holy Spirit. But I'm telling you, there's deeper dimensions. And, and this is what I'm really talking about, dimensions. That I don't fully understand, and I should probably get him down straight before I give him to you. Because I'm telling you, he wants to pull you into a dimension. Look, if I look at this right here. There's a plane that goes this way. There's a plane that goes this way. There's a plane that goes this way. There's a different dimension to every corner. Can I tell you, every time you turn the corner with God, there's a different dimension. Every time God speaks, there's a different dimension. Could I get you to even believe that even in a quarter, that's where angels appear? Because there's two. Oh, man, you aren't ready for this. I'm telling you, if I look at this corner, there's two dimensions that meet. Oh, they're in the natural, yes. But what happens in the natural? God wants to come out into the super, out of the natural into our natural. He wants to come out of a place. What am I saying? Do, am I trying to make some doctrine about corners in the, no, no. 
you're missing my point if you're going there. And if you leave here, he's a false teacher. He's telling us that the angel's in the corner. It's fine. It's fine. It's all right. I'm on YouTube. It doesn't matter. You know, you understand what I'm saying? That there is a dimensional error right there. There's a, there's a portal right there where two corners meet. Where we meet God, there's a dimension. There's an angle. There's some type of place where we come into uh, convergence with the Lord. And in that place is a fresh dimension of himself. Why do you think that those four living creatures kept saying, holy, holy, holy? Because every time they encountered the Lord again, it was a fresh dimension of heaven. So really, if you look at that, it's inside of you. Do you get it? Do you understand that that very kingdom is inside of you? The ones with all kinds of wild stuff happening is inside of you. You just have no grid for it. Oh, I don't know what else I got. I don't know what else I got tonight. The Lord's trying to move us. And there is. We've definitely come to a plateau. What am I saying? The Lord has brought us to a certain place, and he wants to bring us higher. The problem is we, get, we sit on our phones in the back of the church, and we don't want it. We just, and I'm not talking about you, but we, we check out. We check out. Men, look at me. The ladies, not so much. Men, yes. All of a sudden, ching, I'm done. I'm not present anymore. I'll sit in the back, or I'll, I'll sit wherever. Doesn't matter. We can be wherever. We can be right up in people's grills and check out. Yeah, yeah. All right, I'm after you. So there has to be a place where we're not anymore. Like we don't live there. Because what is that? That's the flesh. It's the flesh. And God wants to pull us out of the place of just settling. I don't want to settle. I don't want to live being, you know, okay, I got, you know. It's funny. I'll say it right out, right out, right out. Oh, maybe I shouldn't. No, because I'll. So you want me to say it? I've married three couples in this place. They don't come here anymore. Why? Because they get settled. Oh, I found what I needed. I'm on my way. Mm. Yeah. It's okay. It's okay. And it's, it's no, it, but it's, it's sad. It's sad. It's sad because you, oh, I've, I've come to my destiny. Oh, please. I love her with all my heart. But destiny goes way further than her and I getting married. We had to find our destiny together. But I'm telling you, it's just the beginning of where you're going. Right? And so the spirit of God is wanting to bring us into that place of I just don't care what's in my way. I'm going after it. And it's not in striving. And so I, I, I personally think, I personally think, uh, we, here's, I'm going to challenge everyone. Ready? Prayer house again. Sunday service. Anytime we gather. Friday. Just come lock and loaded. Like, what is, just think, just think what would happen. Just think what would happen if I came 
and I didn't feel like preaching. And it's happened. Don't get me wrong. It's happened. But if it, here's the deal. If we come into a place where, we'll, where all of a sudden I'm just like, Lord, whatever you got for me tonight. My heart's prepared. I'm wide open. Because God wants us wide open to what he wants to do. He doesn't want us holding back. Listen, you'd do well if you just took a drink, right? Like, right now. Really. Seriously. Just do it. I'm telling you, we should be drinking all service. Don't wait for me to be the dispenser, right? It was like last week. I want to be, be someone that's being filled with the glory, and I want to give it out. But God, he hold, I tell you, he always wants us to step into a little, little closer and a little deeper. See, what happens is we get to a certain capacity, and then we go, blah, I'm done. Right? No, really. Because I've been up here, and I, I've, not, not lately. I know, now I'm, now I'm going into comedy. But not lately, not in a long time. I've just watched people as they just hit the wall. And I'm like, okay, now I'm going to preach in frustration. Mm, that usually doesn't go well, right? It doesn't happen good, right? So the Spirit of God is, is trying to pull everyone up. Ready? I say plateau. We get to a spot. And look, we're way up here. We're above six foot one, you know? God wants to bring us to, you know, 12 nine next. Do you understand? And then he wants us to go elevation, you know, way out. But every week, listen, I'm challenging you. Every week, I would, just, I would just meditate on those chapters I told you. Go ahead. just And I say meditate. That doesn't mean do your Bible reading and be done. When I say meditate, that means I can go through chapter 1 and just sit there. And I'm all, I'm all done. That's why I don't want to go there. I've preached it before. And God was wanting us to live in this reality. The kingdom of heaven is within me. How do I hear God's voice? The kingdom of heaven's in me. How do I hear God's voice? I have, there's eyes all within me. There's wings inside of me. There's scrolls that have yet to be prophesied. They're inside of me already. There's healing rivers out of Ezekiel 34 and Revelation 22 they're inside of me. Okay, I think I got you now. I'm telling you, there is frequencies that come from the throne that are inside of me that break shackles off of people. I just need to come into the key of Jesus and walk in that key and move in that key. And then tomorrow he plays a different key. Oh, come on, I'm not even a worshiper. I don't even know what I'm talking about. But I'm telling you, he comes into a different key and wants to move in a different way in your life. And so you have to be open. Everyone say, I'm open. I'm open and I want it. you got to desire it. And the Spirit of God will come to you like Ezekiel. Yes, it took him up. It relocated him. Was it by the Spirit or was it historical? I don't know. But I know this. In the New Testament, we had Philip that was moved from one place to another. He went through what? A dimension. 
And we want to be, we want to be like safe. <laughs> I shouldn't say safe. What is the word I'm looking for? We want to be comfortable and we want to not, you know, we don't want to push the envelope too much. Listen, I'm not saying go outside of the Bible. Listen, if, <laughs> if I think about the freedom that this word gives me as to experiencing God and how he speaks, I mean, I'm not looking for another book, right? I don't even need another book. If I just read Ezekiel chapter 1 and I, and I step into that, you won't, be ever, you won't ever be the same. You'll never be the same. You won't ever be the same. Talk about getting set free and self-delivered. <laughs> no, I'm not, I'm not joking. Like healing, if we stepped into the reality of Psalm 107. He sent his word and healed all my diseases. I don't know. If I come into the reality of the living word, because really, the kingdom of heaven is within you. The kingdom of heaven is within you. The kingdom of heaven is within you. Why need it activated? No, you don't. No, you don't. No, you know, you need to step into that dimension of the kingdom and live from that dimension where God is always pouring out. The river never stops. The outpouring, right? It's, it's even the, the words of my mouth because all the meditation of my heart, I'm, I'm dwelling on the Lord. I'm dwelling on him. I'm dwelling on what he's doing. You might as well help me and we'll, we'll go from here. I want you to just pray for a minute. Ask the Lord. Ask the Lord. Gibbs. Spirit. Father, we thank you. Thank you for fresh dimensions coming to everyone in this place tonight. I thank you that they don't need impartation. They've got the imparted one inside of them. Thank you, Holy Spirit, for your, your healing river flowing through them. I thank you, Father, for your life flowing through people right now. I thank you that the kingdom of heaven is at hand. That means it's always near. And the kingdom of heaven's within us. That means he's all inside of us. He's all up in my business. He's all up in my inner man. I don't lack one thing. I don't lack one thing. Lord, let the glory of heaven hit this place right now. Let the glory of heaven hit this place right now.
the Lord saying today that he's pouring out his spirit in such a unlimited quantity in this hour. There's no limitations to what he wants to do. That his creative glory was being released to restore and raise up that which has been broken down. That which that has been uh, cut off. It starts with his body, yes, but it, He's, he's coming in and he's releasing a healing balm to us. He's, here, he's called us to bind up the brokenhearted and heal the sick and raise the dead and all those things we know. He, he said, I'm restoring the glory that will burn bright inside of you. It's the very kingdom of heaven within you. It's within his people and there's a glistening. Do you hear me? There's a glistening, there's a, a burning of the spirit that, that's being released in this hour that births uh, the true spirit of, of prophecy on us, the true release of hearing, healing and miracles upon us. There's a, there's a glistening, there's a glare, there's an outstanding, there's a moving of, of the spirit of God that comes through you and, and begins to re, re, just come out and be released through you. Re, revival shall pour forth from the revived. And, revi and awakening thunder will come forth from the awakened. And all creation's been groaning for all of this. All of creation's been groaning for all of this to happen. There's a divine order. Of, and God's bringing back into order chaos. Yeah, places where we've felt like it's been chaotic in our lives. I declare that over you tonight, that there's a prophetic utterance of divine order coming. And chaos will be put into, into order. And, and, and he's coming for the whole body. He's coming for your whole family. He's coming for the whole region. He's coming for the whole nation. Come on. He's coming to wholehearted people who follow by the leading of his spirit. And he's bringing restoration and increase to those who walk with an eye to see and an ear to hear. Restoration and increase people, a people ready fixated. This is the word of the Lord that came to me. I had to write it all down because it came to me in the prayer room this morning. There's a fixation that God is looking for us to come into. Fixated on the king and his kingdom. Go ahead. You can pray in the Holy Ghost. It's okay. You have no question to hear. I hear and I do see. That's the proclamation over your life. The kingdom of heaven is near you and even in you. And so we just release a new realm. I prophesy over everyone in this room right now. It's a declaration over your life that the awareness of the kingdom comes, sensitivity comes, awakening comes. That there's no question, do I hear the Lord? There's no question, does he speak to me? No, no, no. He speaks and he releases in this hour. His kingdom's always near and, and he's bringing you into a new dimension. No, many dimensions, many dimensions of his kingdom that you didn't know before, but you will come into in this next season. 
It's an activation. And even you'll step into the activity and the awareness of the Spirit by walking and working with Him. The kingdom of heaven is near you. All of the authority of heaven is over your life. All of the authority of heaven is over your life. As you walk and work with him, all of the authority of heaven is coming to you. The scriptures that you read will be available all to you. All authority that goes before the throne is with at your is at your fingertips. It's right in front of you. All the authority of the throne. All the declarations that are released from the angelic. It's in you. We see through the book of Revelation, we see angels declaring. We see 24 elders declaring. It's all within you. It's all within inside of you. It's all being moved within you. Even now, even now, there's a stirring. You should feel a stirring of the Holy Spirit right now. All creation groaning inside of you. And there's thunders and vibrations and sounds that are all being activated right now within you. It's the thunder of heaven. It's God's movement all around you. When the thunders of heaven happen, when the thunders of heaven happen, it begins to activate. It begins to release healing. It begins to release deliverance. It begins to release revelation. God's releasing revelation by the thunders of his voice. God's birthing things by the thunders of his voice. God's active and moving. Do you not perceive it? Do you not hear it? Do you not sense it? Do you not feel it? Lord, we just declare that the realms of heaven would just escalate Lord, that your life would escalate inside of every person in this room right now. God, that we would take true spiritual authority. We would step into something brand new. That there'd be a fresh spiritual authority that's come upon a people. That there would be an activation and an installation and even a commissioning, God, of your presence over people. Lord, reactivate callings. Yes, I declare that now. Reactivate and add to callings in people's lives in this place. Lord, sustain that which has been broken and cut off. Lord, I pray that you raise it up into a new level. God, we thank you for the divine increase that's happening even now. And Lord, we awaken. We awaken to truth, God. We awaken to your word. Lord, come with gifts, God. We have people that think that they haven't had any gifts. Lord, I pray that you just pour out even tonight, that there's a release right now, that it's available. Just reach up and take it tonight. You can take it. It's in the atmosphere. I feel it. The glory's all over the room right now. And God, we thank you for your, your prophecy, your prophetic utterance over every person, over every destiny. Lord, we call those things and we breathe life on those things right now. And Lord, we thank you, Father, for the kingdom of heaven being activated within every person right now. Lord, I thank you that you release, Lord, this kingdom rule inside of us. Lord, you lead us, you show us, and we'll follow in that place. 
And so we thank you, Father, for that. Lord, I just speak for people to come out of fear into complete courage and courageousness. Father, break people out of, out of places and patterns, God, tonight and move us into a realm, Lord, where we don't, we're undeniably uh, un, unquenchable, Father. We can't be quenched by any of the arrows of the enemy that come against us. Lord, we thank you for the arrow of deliverance this week, but I thank you for the thunders of heaven this week. Lord, we thank you for the arrows of deliverance last week, but we thank you for the waves of healing this week. Lord, we thank you that there's always something new that you want to translate and release to us. And Lord, we step ourselves, we ready ourselves in our inner man. We walk according to our faith, Lord, and not according to our sight. And we move into the purposes of heaven. And Lord, it doesn't wear off. Lord, we don't act like Saul who came into the access and in the atmosphere of prophets and then left and didn't prophesy anymore. Lord, we walk in this realm that we carry. We don't, it's not temporary. We carry this. We carry it from, from place to place. We carry it home. It changes the place at home. It removes every hindrance at the house. It removes every hindrance at work. It removes every hindrance that holds us up and backs us up and backs us against the wall again. We take authority over those things, Father, right now. And we thank you that there's fresh, fresh oil. Lord, I thank you for fresh consecration even in this place. That people that have been wavering and, and staggering and trying to find their way, God, there's a fresh level of consecration tonight. There's a fresh dominion tonight. There's a fresh level of what you want to do. And we step into it, God, even as before, we step into it right now. And we thank you, Father, that rivers of living water are even flowing through us right now in these moments, right out of our belly. Actually, they're prophesying from our inner man, and they're prophesying to us now. And we thank you, Father, for the fire of heaven that's released in this place. And, Lord, that there's realms of glory that are coming to us that we've yet to discover. And we step past the limitations of this world, and we step into the new. We step into the glory realm. We step into the places that you've called us. Lord, we step. We thank you that you created us as spiritual beings. Lord, that we are, we are wired into your network work. We are pulled into the place of creativity. We are pulled in undeniable into the place of creativity. Nothing lacks. Not one thing lacks. But we step into a realm that we've undiscovered. We've not discovered yet. We're coming up into a new thing. We're coming up into a new thing. We're coming higher. And Lord, it's going to change everything, even from today. That even mindsets are going to be changed. Lord, people around us are going to notice. Lord, there's going to be an anointing that flows out of us and moves through us that changes the atmosphere all around us. Lord, we thank you, Father, for this place. Oh, it's the place of glory. Oh, it's the place of heavenly places. Lord, I thank you that we're seated in heavenly places. I thank you that we're seated in places that we've not seen before. Lord, we have fresh perspective tonight. We have undeniable vision tonight. Lord, open our eyes and open our ears that we might see with the clarity of the gospel inside of us, the clarity of the good news inside of us, the clarity of the heavens armies inside of us overtaking everything that would come against us we thank you lord we don't go in war we live in rest we live in this place of perpetual heaven we live in this place that can't be changed no by any circumstance we live from that place oh it's undeniable oh it's accessible 
Not just today, but every day. Not just for a moment, but every moment. Lord, we thank you. You're clearing the clouds. Yeah, you're moving things that have been clouding us. Yeah, you're moving things. Oh. Yeah, we break despondency, Lord. We thank you that you're moving us past any place where we, we kind of jump into a despondent place where we can't step back in. Lord, I thank you that we're able to step in and stay in and step in and stay in. And Lord, the inner life becomes so strong that there's such a well within the inner life that's moving and flowing that there's nothing, nothing that's impossible for you. Lord, we break, we just step past anxiety. We step right past it. We, we step past anxiety. We step past fear. We step past all the things that don't make sense. We step beyond it into a complete healing. We step beyond it into a complete accessible place in you all the time. Continually, the continual flow, the continual flow.